Hey, welcome to Deity Watch Survivor last night. This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Chidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if you did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing today? Back on the Survivor Sunday, your favorite day of the year. On your birthday Survivor Sunday. Recording on Survivor Sunday. Um... This is the last day of my 30s, or not of, of being 30, I should say. I'm skipping a little too far ahead. My last day of being 30, so I'm savoring it. Yeah. What are you doing to celebrate your youth? Um, You know, I'm going to go to uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Hell I'm going to yeah. go uh, on the, I guess maybe if there's like a petting zoo around, I could do that. That sounds good. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch some cartoons. That's what I'm going to do. Nice. What cartoons? Probably, uh, I was going to say Ah Real Monsters, but I don't think I ever really watched that. I think, I don't even think I thought it was scary. I remember just being like, "Mm, I don't like this. (laughs) Um, so I will say Dexter's Lab. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, because that's a youthful show from 20 years ago. Secretly, you're an old man. Who knew? The oldest man. Yeah, I'm not old. I'm watching. I'm watching things that make me feel young. Yeah, so that means I'm young. I get it. You know, I um, I'm watching the X Men animated series right now. Currently, as we speak, uh, that's a joke, of course. I am constantly engrossed in this podcast about Survivor. Um, X Men, though, great shit. Um, also watching New Girl again. That makes me feel young. Um, watching Avatar constantly, so that makes me feel young, even though I didn't watch it when it first aired. <sighs> Harry Who's Potter. Who's that guy? Who's it's that Jake. guy? It's Jake. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Uh, so I am also watching old seasons of Survivor, which make me feel quite young, such as Survivor Guatemala. Thomas, did you watch Survivor Guatemala last night? Guatemala, Guatemala. I took a trip out to Guatemala. Jake, you better believe that I did. Well, this episode... Or else. Uh, is that a reference to a show from our childhood, too? No, I was just threatening you. Oh, that's fun. And actually, it's not. it wasn't a threat. It was a promise. <laughs> All right. Super... That's my favorite thing. That's my favorite thing people say in movies. Like, that's still a threat, though. <laughs> like, the fact that you're going to follow through on the threat doesn't make it not a threat. Yeah, that's just a second threat. I'm going to get you twice for threats. Illegal. Uh, This week's episode of Survivor Guatemala was called Eating and Sleeping with the Enemy. Speaking of things from the 90s, isn't there a movie called Sleeping with the Enemy? Yeah, I think there is. Let me, let me quick get to the old IMDB machine. Is this a segment called Tom's IMDB Corner? Let me take it to the movie show definitely one of those movies that i've only heard of and have never seen and don't really i'm assuming it's about like spousal abuse but like um okay yeah it's got julia roberts in it it's from 1991 the year that uh both of us were born yep good year and great year one of the best many are saying um Um, palindromically it's one of the best years 1881 is good when this was released 2002 is good 2112, wait until that year. Whoa, imagine. What year is it now? The Rush year. Yes, the Rush year. Uh, It was released February 8, 1991, so we were both alive when this movie was released. Incorrect, sir. What's your birthday? How so? What's your birthday? August 15, 1991. What's my birthday? 
Uh, isn't isn't it March twentieth, nineteen ninety one? Yeah. When did this movie come out? February eighth, nineteen ninety one. Uh huh. And you said. I said we were both alive when it came out. That's inaccurate, sir. February comes before either March or April or August even. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I was not thinking about that right, was I? Whoops. Well, hey, look, if you've been watching Doctor Who, the most recent season like I have this morning, uh, time is actually not a flat circle. It's in flux. So things are crazy these days. There were Santarans instead of Russians in the 1850s. Can you believe it? I, I did not know that. That's crazy. So this episode was called Eating and Sleeping with the Enemy. Uh, what did you think of that title? Uh, pretty good, I would say. Would you say it was better than our episode title, 325, The Alpha and Omega of Survivor Podcasts? Uh, probably not. Was it better than 326, Never Fight Your Dad? Uh, I think that's good advice, but it's not as... I, I would say that it was a little better than that. How about Pinocchio and his brother, another Pinocchio? That's episode 327. That seems like one where, like, it was probably funny in context, but it just, you know, a little it raises more questions than it answers as a title. Yeah, that's how we get clicks. I saw, I saw a... Cl- clickbait uh, episode title. After uh, Vince McMahon retired, I saw a, a YouTube video that was like, Vince McMahon's still in charge of WWE, question mark, question mark, question mark. I said, what? Uh, and then immediately they're like, no. Okay, well, why did you put that in the headline, then? Just kidding. Anyway, bye. Anyway, you'll probably like this one, Thomas, uh, because of your Twitter handle. 328 is the duality of Tom. Yeah, pretty good. Because your Twitter handle is what? Uh, Tom, not Tom. That's right. How about this one? Speaking of Zoe Deschanel's program, uh, 329 is new girls and new guys. Uh, It's fine. I think Nothing it's special. It's good. I'll be honest, I'm, I, I went through these last night, putting this together. None of these are super great. Wow. I think we're, we're slacking. I think we didn't do great these last 25 episodes. Uh, number 330 is Survivor Fortitude. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that was funny. the season that we were covering. Yeah. Pretty good. So far, I feel like some of these are kind of like 331, Disaster Strunk. That was for Daniel. I actually like that because that was about Daniel Strunk, I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. No, it was about the other Strunk on Survivor. Yeah, all the other. It was about uh, Trevor Strunk, the uh, video game author. Yeah. Uh, number 332 was Jonathan Love and Thorinder. That was pretty That's good. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, I lied earlier. This one's pretty good. Uh, 333, my mom sent me to Exile Island again. Yeah, I like that. I like that, too. Uh, 334, MR Applebee's. Uh, I think that was like an MREs thing. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I guess you had to be there. I guess you had to Applebee there. <laughs> Uh, 335, Cooperate, Compromise, Be One of the Cool Kids. Obviously, that is the three C's of Survivor. Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. 336, I don't love, but it's kind of funny. Uh, I was hoping it would get lots of clicks from Google users. Uh, Mrs. Brightside. 
is there a Mrs. Brightside? Uh, yeah, I like that. There's a restaurant called Mr. and Mrs. Crab that opened in Grand Rapids, which I always Mr. and enjoy Mrs. What? Seeing. Mr. and Mrs. Crab, and it's just got like oh, that's fun. A couple married crabs on uh-huh. uh, on a sign. Is it crab with a C or with a K? Uh, with a C. Okay, good. Because you got to look out for that guy, Mr. Krabs with the K. Yeah. It's Money not Mr. Grubber. Yeah, Mr. Krabs is still a bachelor. Yeah, as it should be, because no woman could ever fall in love with him. 337 is Jakey, Likey, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, nope. No, thank <laughs> that you. That was probably my favorite one so far. Okay, that, I'm glad to hear that. It will be a favorite of mine forever. Uh, 338, Trapped in the Probes Dimension. It's fine. Yeah, sure. It's like one of those Survivor episodes where it's like, oh, you could have named any episode this. Yeah, it, it, it's not really memorable. It, it, it's more broad. 339, So Long and Thanks for All the Flying Fish. Yeah, okay. All right. 340, Pervert Toucan Tuesdays. Love that. And I know exactly what that's referring to. It's <laughs> referring to the dastardly toucan on the... Uh, the Monster Energy uh, mm-hmm. Ultra Paradise Zero can. Because if you hadn't heard uh, Survivor 41 and 42, the monster is hungry. So funny that the yeah, monster, the monster is, hungry, is hungry, hungry for ladies' bikini tops. <laughs> it's ironic that the monster is hungry when, in fact, the monster is a food stuff you consume yourself when you are hungry. It's honestly low-key fucked up that you all pretend like it's really funny when the toucan steals the lady's bikini top and acts all mischievous. Like, you're protecting a predator. Yeah. Uh, 341 was you versus all versus everybody, too. Love it. So good. Such a good Also, we could have called it two versus all versus Go back and listen to that. If you didn't know, it's... Obviously, a tribe of you versus a tribe of all versus a tribe of everybody. I told my dad about the tribe makeup in that uh, episode, and he thought it was very funny. He didn't think it was funny until I told him there were people from Hitchhiker's Guide in it. And he was like, oh, that's good. Yeah. He was like, oh, I like that. Okay. 342, I am learning and farting. (laughs) You know, I didn't think it was funny. Did we do a Mad Lib on that episode? (laughs) I didn't think it was funny until I read it out loud. Um, that is very much you said it in the exact way that you would read a mad lib too so yeah um i do we have any are there survivor mad libs yeah probably there's all kinds of mad libs um the next one is called 343 feasting on worms i'll be honest probably my least favorite one of this batch yeah not great 344 is of course a mm, quote from you it is the cautious know when to pick their spots. Do you still agree with that? Yeah, sure. I don't remember what you were uh, responding to when you said that, but... Probably something gameplay related. That makes sense. 345, Regis Feldman original. Yeah, it's fine. I just, you know, I like to, to call upon Regis Feldman whenever doing anything broadcasting related, you know? Hosting related. We love talking about Regis. Who doesn't, you know? One of the good ones. Regis could be on Survivor One Wordle. Absolutely. Because his name's got five letters in it. That's, you know what? I hadn't thought about it like that. That's a great point. Yes. Um, 346 is 
6969 Mr. Wind Drive. Yep, love that. <laughs> that of, that's where he lives. That's, of course, where the mayor lives. Uh, 347 Marquesas Memories on a Marquesas Monday. Pretty good. Fine. I'm I'm still stuck on six nine six nine Mr. Wind Avenue. Do you think Mr. it's Wind like Drive. in the Sims? Like the excuse me. Please. Do you think it was like in the uh, the Sims where you could uh, delete the ground floor of the house and it would just be a staircase going up to a floating house? Do you think that's what the mayor's mansion is? Yeah, and then he's got like a really cool secret underground mansion. That's where all of the money is going. Mr. Wind is corrupt. I like that you're like, he has like a bunker and you're like, it's like a cool man. It's a cool place for him to live and not like something concerning. It's the mayor's mansion. What are you concerned about where Batman lives in a cave? Obviously. I mean, I think if I didn't know anything about Batman, I would be. Yeah, but you do. And the same thing goes for Mr. Wind. Mr. Wind is, is, is Chicago's Batman. And you're going to be like, oh, they actually filmed Batman in Chicago, so Batman is Batman Chicago. Chicago is Batman Chicago, whatever. No. I think that they should have those big blimps that they had in Batman the Animated Series that are trying to chase down uh, Mr. Wind. I think I think maybe they... I, I'm starting to see in a new light why everyone was so freaked out about Batman in those. <laughs> the joke's on them, though. They can't catch Mr. Wind. He's all around us. He just disappears. Yep. He's everywhere and nowhere. Especially on the lake, you know? All that wind. Uh, 348 is, what if the G word was one of us? Good question. It's a really good question. It's great. It's a great question. And last week we had the slow-mo failure. Oh, yeah, because that was when Ray fell off of the rope. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So what's, um, what's winning this batch, Thomas? What do you think? What would you say, like, if we can narrow this down to, like, a final three for uh, our final tribal for this? Mm-hmm. Final three. Um, I'm going to say, I mean, disaster Strunk, it's hard to beat. It's so good. Um, 6969 Mr. Wind Drive is fantastic. And my mom sent me to Exile Island. I don't know. Okay. Even the strongest ones another... are kind of weak in this. Wasn't there another one we thought was really funny? Uh, I know you. Oh, <laughs> I am learning and farting. Oh yeah. Um, I think probably six nine six nine Mr. Wind Drive for me. Really? Even over um, Pervert Toucan Tuesdays. Oh shit! Actually, no. I think that is what I want. I do like Pervert Toucan Tuesdays. It's very funny. Pervert Toucan Tuesdays are six. Miss. Okay. Here's the thing. Not to like put my finger on the scale, put my thumb on the scale. But I do think Mr. Wind won whatever batch he was initially in. So to then give it to him again, you know? Yeah, maybe a little too much. Maybe give like somebody new a try. Favorites. Like the toucan. Like the pervert toucan from Tuesdays and the Monster Energy Drink cans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm it's his turn. That. It's his turn for the limelight. So congratulations to the pervert toucan. Uh, you'd love to see him. You don't, obviously. Um, he's a creep and bad news. But Thomas loves him because he is a misogynist. <laughs> I have done nothing but call him out, okay? You've also awarded him best title of the I have, season. I have given him a lot of money by buying those energy drinks, though. Yeah, that's why I only give my energy to Uptime Energy Drinks, the unofficial sponsor of Did You Watch Survive Last Night? 
Speaking of Survivor, Thomas, this episode first aired on November 17th, 2005. How many viewers do you think it received? Um, I'll say 19 million. We did see last week's episode receive 18.98 million, but this week only 18.82 million of those people stuck around. Oh, they lost a few. They lost a few. Uh, speaking of losing, that's what happened to the Granville team, Granville Bulldogs, when they played us in football last week. We destroyed them, and this week we played the Grand Ledge Comets in the regional finals. How do you think we did, Thomas? Uh, I'm going to say that they probably won. Do you have a guess at the score? 39 to 13. 24 to 14. Okay, so a little closer. So we are moving closer and closer to the state finals. So at camp, everyone asks Gary where he found the immunity idol. Jamie thinks Gary is shady, though. I didn't understand why Jamie... He is. thinks that Gary is is shady because Jamie is shady. Mm. Jamie is projecting. Mm-hmm. Jamie is then rude to Cindy for not being more mad at Gary for voting for her. Um, and, then he, and then he confronts Gary and, Gna- and Ganeri. Gary denies everything. Uh, oh, I also loved when Judd said, sometimes Jamie just says things because he says it. It's true. He just gets ideas and says things and doesn't really have any proof for them, but is insistent about them. Didn't he? Because uh, he's very stubborn. Didn't somebody say that about Judd earlier this season? I think so. But like Judd is much more laid back. Yeah. His superpower is being super chill. That's right. At the reward challenge, two teams have to race through a mud pit and obstacles and collect a pot of corn. Pretty good challenge, I guess, you know? Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Everyone got very muddy. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no trouble for fighting the Predator. Uh, the win- That's right. They're all ready. No heat vision could see them. The winners get a sleepover and Folgers coffee. It's so funny that they had to drink Folgers and pretend it was good. Danny, Steph, Gary, and Judd won. Um, I was very happy with these four people winning. Yeah, it was a fun group. Uh, Jamie, though, still wants to finish the challenge to show he's not a chump. Yeah, I think he just couldn't. Couldn't accept that they'd lost. I liked everyone just being like, no, what, what is the point yes. of that? Like, we, it's not going to do anything. <laughs> it's so hot. Let's just go home. Uh, they go on a helicopter ride to a beautiful villa. Uh, on the reward, they meet a guy named Louie. Steph loves that she went on the reward with the three of them. They eat bread. Gary tries to make connections with the other three and then makes a speech about bringing the best to the final four. I loved this speech from Gary. It was great. Uh, Gary, it is really funny, that the idea that Gary is shady, because he is unbelievably straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's just like, this is what I want. I'm going to tell people that I want that. And if they don't go along with it, then, you know, whatever, I tried. I really loved seeing Gary use his, like, everyday occupation in the game of Survivor. Like, you know, every morning he is, like, giving one of these speeches to his, uh, his, his, his landscaping team. Oh, my God. What happened to my brain there? 
Um, it's fine. You were, you know, you were landscaping is just look. It's but there's so much to think about with it. It's hot out. You know, your brain it stops working sometimes when you're out in the hot sun landscaping all day, like I was with Gary. It's true. You're in the trenches with him. Yeah. Uh, he tries to make connections. He makes a speech, and then he sleeps in the bed with Danny and Steph, while Judd sleeps alone on the floor. That was pretty funny to me. That was pretty funny. I was like, look at this Judd. I almost, I'll be honest, I almost, I almost called him a cuck. But then I didn't think Gary would appreciate that. I was like, you know no, what? No, Gary wouldn't approve of that. You wouldn't want to disappoint Gary. Yeah. And he was like, look, that is not what was happening. I was simply sleeping in a comfortable bed. And nothing was happening. I am a happily married woman to a wife. I'm happily married man to a woman who is my wife. Her name is Mrs. Gary Hogerman Hawkins. Her name is Mrs. Gary Hawkins. Mrs. Gary Hawkins. And I met her on a, a lawn that I was landscaping. I promise. She she brought me some lemonade. She was she was a she was a cheerleader at Central, uh, but that's just a coincidence. She doesn't know Gary Hogerboom either. Why do you keep bringing up Gary Hogerboom? Yeah, I just happened to be working doing landscaping at the dorm <laughs> that she lived at. And she said, oh, wow, you look just like my friend Gary Hogaboom. I mean, Gary Hawkins. And I was like, I am Gary Hawkins. Uh, it was a very cute, meet cute story. Uh, where do you think they met? Uh... Oh, Thomas, you never lived. Did you ever live in the dorms at Central? Uh, I did, but I have a very hazy record. I don't know. Maybe they met at the towers. He was doing landscaping <laughs> in the parking lot at the towers. Yeah, the towers that were built in like 2002. Um, yeah. <clears throat> to remember the Twin Towers in New York, obviously. And then he went and ate like some bad pizza at the at the dining hall there. I once ate um, brunch, you know, like a hungover brunch at the towers because it was the only dorm that had uh, that was open. It was on the weekends. On the it was weekends. the only one that was open, which sucked because I was on North Campus, which had the best food. Yeah, I was on South Campus, which was fine because it was like across the street from the towers. But um, I once went there very hungover with a bunch of our friends. Um, and I was in the dorms until I was 21 years old. OK, so don't call the police. Uh, and I said, <laughs> I got a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. It was like my roommates, friends or like friends of friends, you know, who were just visiting for the weekend. And the, I said, <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I got something else, but they got Cocoa Puffs. I said, Reese's Puffs. This is a horrible story. I said, Reese's for breakfast. <laughs> and the whole table. Did they think that was funny? The whole table exploded in laughter. <laughs> I was like, that was not the reaction I was anticipating. This was a moment of triumph for yeah, you. I love to make people laugh, you know? We had a game growing up called Don't Make Me Laugh. It was my favorite game because I love to laugh and make people laugh. Yeah. And that's the challenge. Well, let's see if you can handle it. Try not to laugh. Yeah. Uh, challenge. Jake Scheidel cereal eating version. Yep. That's me. Um, you know what I love to have with cereal in the morning is one of six different flavors of Folgers coffee. This really felt like well, a. Look, at all, look at all these show. flavors, Ben. <laughs> right? <laughs> Like dark coffee, medium roast, a light roast. Yeah, it's like dirt, dirt plus. Mm. Have you subscribed Great. to Dirt Plus yet? It's only fourteen ninety nine a month, Thomas. And they send you yeah, pods of dirt every month that you can drink. 
It's like five bucks for the regular one, though, and the ads aren't that long, so mm. I, I feel like it's just not quite worth that extra ten bucks a month. I do find it odd that they'll just do like old radio ads out of your Keurig when you put it in the pod, though. Like, how did they accomplish that? I didn't even know that Keurig yeah, had like that capability. Ovaltine commercial. <laughs> like, I didn't even order the Ovaltine dirt this month. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that like amc the car company exists anymore i don't think you can buy gremlins is, is this an ad for a new car show on amc plus what is happening how are, how do they have a commercial for hot now on here <laughs> uh louis brings them videotapes from home uh this was you know as you expect um except for the fact that danny's dog can talk pretty cool very cool dog Watching a dog myself right now, but uh, unfortunately, Sully can't talk. But he can uh, fly through very, a bunch of very birds. Very, very occasionally bark, and also he's a big dumb. Yeah, he and he can fly a plane. Well, I mean, he can land a plane. Sure, can he fly a plane though? Yeah, well, yeah, that's the question, right? Who would win, an airplane or a group of thirty geese flying over the Potomac or whatever? I don't know. Probably the geese. Probably the geese. Although, I don't know. Nobody in the plane died, and I'm sure all of those geese died. So, who really won? What do you know about geese, Thomas? Uh, they're mean. Yeah. So, maybe they got what they were uh, getting, you know? Yeah, maybe... <laughs> maybe they got they what was coming They asked for it, them. and they got it. It's like, have you ever seen the interview with one of the uh, Simpsons writers where he's talking about the, uh, the Frank Grimes episode? And no. he's like... Grimy, uh, like Grimy, got what was coming to him. He disrespected our Homer, or it was like he didn't like our Homer. He was asking for it, and he got it. <laughs> uh, you might say that Sully's geese uh, fucked around and found out. That's right. Um, speaking of fucking around and finding out, Gary loves his family. No, that was really sweet. I kept waiting for them to fuck things up for him and say. Uh, a last name other than Hawkins. Oh, yeah, that would have been horrible. Was who was it who didn't receive their? Oh, that was in the first season, right? That uh, what's her name didn't receive the family letters. Oh yeah, I don't remember. For a second, I thought that was Stephanie. Did something similar happen with Stephanie? I uh, maybe I don't know. Well, either way, she got hers this time. And that was really sweet too. Everybody's so happy. We love the family episode. Uh, at back at camp, Rafe and Lydia are still having their usual jovial spirit. You know, they're good. I like them. These two are early, early faves for me. Oh, absolutely. I, you know, it's not early anymore, but you know what I mean. This was a good Rafe episode for a lot of reasons. They're all good Rafe episodes. That's what, um... I I'm hard-pressed to disagree. That's what they say in the uh, Wheel of Time writer's room. Every single time... Oh, yeah, he's dead, because that's what he's doing. Yeah. Every single time that the show Wheel of Time gets brought mm -hmm. up, I just sing it to the tune of Wheel in the Sky by Journey. I don't think I know that song. Can you sing it for me? Yeah, it's just like... Wheel of Time keeps on turning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it just makes me think of the donkey wheel, wheel of lost anytime I hear the phrase. That is a wheel of time. Mm -hmm. um, Jamie asks Rafe to swear to take him to final three. Bad look, Rafe. I mean, Jamie. 
This is a bad move. Yeah, Jamie does the the thing where he demands things of you, but like never actually really offers anything in return and tries to pin you down for it. So even if somebody was interested, like immediately they're just like, well, I can't work with this guy. Yeah. Uh, Judd tells Jamie that there wasn't a peep of strategy at the reward. Oh, and then also Stephanie brought back a basket of coffee. No dirt. Everyone was very happy about that. Yeah, it was very nice. At the immunity challenge, they are attached to a rope, and then they go through some obstacles, and then they uh, have to go through a three-level high obstacle also. It's fine, you know? Yeah, it was cool. Um, I, I liked that they had, like, different stages of it. You know, like, you eliminated people as you went along. Yeah, they seem to like that a lot this season, and I agree. It's one of the uh, best parts about this season, I think. Also, yeah. they introduced Rafe. the immunity idol. And Rafe's Rafe good. managed to pull it out instead of uh, biffing it at the very end this time. Slow with success. Instead of duffing it. Um, yeah, Rafe was great. Rafe, though, is worried that he has made himself a target, having done so well in these challenges so far. Jamie wants to keep his six together before they realize that he's the actual threat. Uh, no offense, but Jamie seems uh, kind of stupid. Yeah, he's just like an asshole. Yeah. Uh, Cindy assures Jamie that the six is working all, uh, well together, so why would they change anything? Great. Great uh, point, Cindy. Great point. Then Jamie asks Rafe to play Guatemala. I'll, I'll say, I liked hearing that phrase. You know, we've been struggling. I did too. All, all, all season. Oh, how do we refer to Great Amala? Have a great Amala summer, whatever. It's so hard to say. Guatemala, perfect. Rolls off the tongue perfectly. Good job, Rafe. That's what you've been chasing this whole season. That's why Rafe's writing the Wheel of Time, and I'm writing the notes to Did You Watch Survivor last night? That's right. He's getting paid the big bucks. And we're not. You can subscribe to our Patreon at Just Podcasts. Patreon.com slash Just Podcasts. Maybe that's why, because I always forget to... Read out the yeah, whole URL. Rafe, we've been very complimentary. If you ever listen to this, maybe throw us a few thousand dollars a month our way. Really not hard. You're in Hollywood. You make the big bucks. Uh, okay, let's talk about these wildlife shots. We got some ants. We got a howler monkey. We got butterfly. We got birds. We got a crocodile and a snake. And the scarlet macaw. Thomas, what do you know about the scarlet macaw? It sounds like a cool name that a person would have, but otherwise it's a bird of some sort, I'm sure. Yes, it's a large red, blue, and yellow parrot. Uh, <laughs> they're 32 inches long. They can be found in various parts of Central and South America, feeding on fruits and nuts and seeds, and insects, larvae, and snails during the breeding season. They need the extra protein to breed, and I think we can all relate to that. They're fairly docile yeah, creatures <laughs> most of the time, but they become aggressive when breeding, and they are monogamous. They live 40 to 50 years in the wild, but up to 90 in captivity. Why would you have a bird? I don't understand people who own birds. Like, it just seems yeah, obnoxious. I, I don't get it either. How do you think these birds rank on the IUCN red list? I'm going to say, what's the level above least concern? Um, 
not on the list. Do you mean the the next lowest one? No, like above it as in like is it like slightly endangered or something like conservation dependent? Let's say observation dependent. It's actually of least concern. Oh, good for them. Mm -hmm. At uh, Tribal Council, Stephanie says they all enjoyed each other's company and reward. Just says, just says, Judd says he wants to look up to Gary because he's a man's man. How has Gary never come back? You know, it's pretty crazy. Maybe they maybe they offered and he just didn't feel like he wanted to. Well, you know, I would like, I would like to see it. I would too. I would love to see Gary back on there. Uh, Jamie says everyone is super hearts and super people. That was a nice line to go out on. Yeah, I thought so too. Gary says the most important thing in this game is a positive attitude. Man, I would play so hard in kid soccer if Gary Hawkins was my coach. He does seem like a good coach that you would have. Yeah, yeah for like peewee football. Hey, why do you think he manages a landscaping business? The leader of men. Gary gets two votes. Jamie gets five votes. Uh, so Jamie is out. And I think we're all happy about that. Jamie went out in the most Jamie way possible, which is to be way too intense and just go, yeah, blindside. Way to yeah. go, guys. I'm not mad, yeah. even though he's very clearly mad. Yeah. Uh, so Jamie sucks. Glad he's out. Um, at this point, I'd be pretty happy with anybody winning. Yeah, I think everybody that's left is pretty cool, honestly. So, Who, though, do you think is winning based on the edit so far, based on your watching, based on your experience watching the television program, CBS Survivor? I'm going to stick with Rafe. Who do you want to win after this episode? And it's okay to pick Gary. I would like Gary to win. Thank you. It only took seven weeks for you to admit that you love the man's man who is Gary Hawkins speaking of men's men's men man Thomas did you watch the challenge USA last night I did remind me what happened how how, how did it turn out um what was the challenge? they they look. I I'm I skimmed this one. Mm-hmm. It's similar to last week. Uh, I, they had. Uh, I'm trying to even remember what the challenge that they did was. Yeah, me and too. I honestly can't really. Re- I know that there were like some containers that they were on or something, that and tracks. there was like a symbol on the container. Yeah, and they probably did some sort of puzzle. Anyway, the main takeaway that I had from the episode was that there's a point earlier in it where Tyson is talking about how Sarah's mad that, you know, he uh, broke with the alliance and threw her in. And he was like, you know what? It's like if somebody does that to me, you know, I'm not going to be I'm not inviting anyone to do that. But like, it's a game. So I get it. You know, you probably shouldn't be playing any games if you take this so personally. And then. Towards the end of the episode, he was like, if somebody throws me in and I win, I'm going to spend all my time trying to get them back. Where it's like, well, which is it, Tyson? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Sarah's right that Tyson is not trustworthy. I 
hate to give him props because I don't like him. Uh, but I, I did think Ben had a good point this week where it's like, Tyson Austin makes big moves too early and they bite him in the ass. It's true. Yeah, I, I love you, Tyson, but uh, it's, it's, uh, the game's not going great for you this point you got to pick your spots like i said in that title mm-hmm. um and i apparently ben and sarah are going to be partners in the next episode is that right yeah sure okay then they did the um, anyway um what's it uh who got it it was Derek from uh they oh they did a backward spelling bee thing which i liked oh i do remember that that was fun and uh then Derek and i can't remember who the the, his partner was yeah good yeah me too but amazing race Derek got eliminated because they had to stack a bunch of tires and oh yeah well, they had to like retrieve a bunch of tires and then stack them and they uh made a bunch of wobbly stacks that kept falling over oh so yes they should have won but they got a little sloppy and enzo won because he knows enzo did win he knows how to stack tires and you can't teach that oh cool <laughs> I think I would prefer to just pretend that that guy doesn't exist, but this is also a thing we could do. <laughs> I can't help but think of him anytime this weird dude is on my screen. It's true. Um, okay, Thomas, what's your Twitter? Uh, you can follow me at Tom, not Tom. Um, you know, spell that for the people. Tomorrow's my birthday. You can wish me a happy birthday yeah. there if you want. Um, and, uh, yeah, otherwise, I don't know. Holy talking about sports. Shit, Thomas, do you, What's new? Do you hear that? Maybe not, but I, I'm, I'm hearing, oh my God, the entire staff from Chili's just walked into my bedroom and they're here to sing you a song. What? Happy, happy birthday, Eve. Happy, happy birthday, Eve. We wish it was, and they're all behind me doing the same thing. You probably just can't hear it because my phone microphone's so bad. We wish it was our birthday, Eve, so we could birthday party tomorrow too. Look, I hired them thinking today was your birthday. Thank you, Chili staff. I, I appreciate you improving on that okay, one. Well, I'm wearing headphones, um, so they can't I was hear. Gonna, I was They've actually going to... Um, I was going to bring in the staff from Cold Stone, and I was going <laughs> to ask you to tip them so that they would have to sing to you, but that seems like overkill I now. I won't do it. I will not do it. Um, maybe on my own birthday, you know, but that's not for several more months. Um, okay, well, you can follow the show on Twitter at DYWSLN. Uh, there will be a video of me and the chili staff from down the street singing the Birthday Eve song for Thomas. Our chilies in the middle of our street. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, give us five stars. Yep. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash justpodcasts. Uh, uh, if you give us the five stars, which you must... Uh, the boilerplate review is this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. And if you're reviewing on Spotify, also say, I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify wrapped. That's great. Uh, we'll be back next week with the final seven episode of Survivor Guatemala. We're getting down to We're it. Getting down to Although it. there's only two, there's only two members of the jury so far, right? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Um, I think this one goes down to a final two, though, so okay. those numbers will flip. Yeah. I'm hoping that this final stretch really becomes as good as most final stretches often do. Where it's just like, oh. It's been pretty, cool. I, I thought this was an engaging episode for the most part, so I'm starting to get a little more into it. Yeah. 
hopefully Rafe continues to win. Hopefully Gary continues to win. Hopefully Danny continues to win. And Judd, they refuse to go to tribal council when it's his turn to vote, get voted out. Like, we would vote out Judd, but we just can't bring ourselves to do it. No. Judd, we're not voting you out. Like we're not voting you out. You can stay on the island, but you are eliminated from the game. We just want to keep yeah. hanging out with you're you. You're not allowed to win, but if you want to just chill, yeah. you're welcome. That would be great. And we we can say to him, in just chilling in Guatemala, he also will obviously get to like eat whatever he wants from production because he won't be in the game yeah, anymore. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and he will be having quite a great summer. Deuces. Restless tonight Cause I wasted the light Between both these times I drew a really thin line It's nothing I planned And not that I can But you should be mine Across that line If I traded it all If I gave it all away for one thing And just for one thing If I sorted it out If I knew all about this one thing Wouldn't that be something I promise I might not walk on by Maybe next time, but not this time Even though I know, I don't wanna know Yeah, I guess I know, I just hate how it sounds If I traded it all, if I gave it all away for one thing just for one thing So I just uh, got word from my landlord Not coming until 3.30 Okay So we're, we're good Can't keep me on the phone for two hours Like you did last week, pal it's, oh, it's a week till yeah, my 31st oh, birthday oh, what are we I, hate having, I hate having fun talking to my friend oh, I, I need to you know, cherish these last few moments of being 30 years old yeah, You're gonna love okay. 31 well, we'll get a move. We'll get a move on then 31 is 100% the year you forgot, you start forgetting what age you are for real. Yeah, that's right. You don't, you don't really, until you get to like, I think probably 37 or 38 is when you start to be like, oh, I'm getting close. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I felt close to 40 since I was 27, so. Okay, well. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's, coming, it's coming at us. Like a like a freight train, like uh, Lions coach Dan Campbell. Oh yeah, uh, quoting Metallica. Yeah.
smarten up probes. <laughs>